stay a while and listen. Okay, Micah. Howdy, howdy. Oh, this is going to be fun. It's good to be back. All right. Jumping right into the PlayStation Facts, sir. The CPU powering the NASA's New Horizons probe is the same CPU that once powered the original PlayStation console. Really? Yes. The more the, you uh, know. The OG PlayStation console? Uh, the original PlayStation. That's what it says here. So I'm going to go ahead and go with wow. that. Yeah. I mean, we landed on the moon with much, much less. So. We landed on the moon with less technology than what's in an iPhone. Oh, yeah. Which is freaking amazing the if you really sit down I, and think about that. The original iPhone had like significantly more processing power than any of the computers. Oh, yeah. So... Yeah, okay. What else do we got here? Uh, the console, this is all PlayStation mm-hmm. facts, by the way. The console was originally planned as a CD drive add-on for the Super Nintendo called the SNES CD. The plan obviously fell through, and yeah. that's when PlayStation became its own thing. That's awesome, though. I know. Can you imagine PlayStation? Because didn't they used to, Um, what console am I thinking about that actually had the CD disc Zelda games? This was real old school. Like, I think this was... Like, I don't even know if they were ever technically released. I just remember seeing some... It wasn't the Dreamcast, was it? No, it wasn't. This was, this was like, late 80s. Oh. Some kind of... Yeah, no, that's... Some kind it. of CD game thing. I don't know. I don't, I'll have to find that. That's going to bug the shit out of me. <laughs> uh, in the year 2000, 4,000 PlayStation 2s had been bought in the U.S. and shipped out to Iraq. Some military experts believe that several PlayStations 2 could be, and I forgot that I was supposed to have the rest of the facts here... Uh, some U.S. military experts believe that several PlayStation 2s could be linked together to form a supercomputer which could control a missile or an unmanned aircraft and that Saddam's regime was doing that with these consoles. This was before military intervention had occurred in Iraq, so it was not members of the U.S. Army. This large purchase also exaggerated exaggerated whatever shortage exacerbated thank you the shortage of playstation 2s in america for the christmas period of 2000 huh interesting i wonder if gaming doesn't cause violence i wonder if there's some kind of massive scheme that's why we couldn't get any xboxes and ps5s for so long this year yeah you're not getting (laughs) australia's planet there's a conspiracy those aussie bastards i know it down under scheme and PlayStation 5 sold as many pre-orders in the first 12 hours as the PlayStation 4 did in the first 12 days. Wow. That's believable. Yeah, that's definitely believable. We've seen the stocking on this. Oh, yeah. Good Lord. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit, a little oh, bit later. Yeah. Uh, PlayStation 4 costs $381 to build, which is considerably less compared to the PlayStation 3, which cost $805 to first produce. Oh, my God. I don't remember them being that expensive. They though. weren't. That they must have I don't figured out a way to dropped it somehow. That that must have been like the something? the prototype. Like they're talking about the prototype build cost. I guess so. Because they must have figured out a way to make it cheaper. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you saw this on the account. We had um, so we we did this. Well, I didn't. Uh, dude, Brent that did some stuff with us. Did a giveaway mm-hmm. and he gave away some next gen consoles okay and it was awesome he has the connections i don't i'm waiting in, in the queue line like everybody else yeah. um and but this lady apparently i don't know obviously she didn't know that nobody did but she sent over um well she, she's just gaming karen uh-huh. and I, I gotta read this message i'm not gonna post it on here because i don't want to put anybody on blast and um, typically we'll anonymously put them on blast. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I guarantee it. She well, I know she's not uh, watching or listening now, um, but typically how I handle trolls and stuff like that. Yeah. Is I'll 
actually talk to them. Yeah. Like if it's, it's, yeah, I, if if I I do the whole killing with kindness thing, a lot of people will send like hate messages. Like I got one the other night. Um, I don't know if you saw that post. It was like the, like four teams of three game franchises. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Somebody was really upset that I had FIFA in there. Oh God. Somebody's really fucking upset that we had FIFA in there. And how dare you? How yeah. dare you? <laughs> and and they they actually sent me a DM saying like, "Well, you deserve to be shot for having FIFA." And I'm like, "Oh, wow. okay." And then then I wrote I actually wrote back like, "LOL." And then I actually carried on a conversation like, "What what what, what right. do you got against FIFA and stuff like that?" And he was like the nicest dude in the world after that. Yep. So nine out of ten times, a lot of these people they just want like friendship. They want companionship. Yep. They see how good friends treat each other, which is like garbage. Right. A lot of times, everyone's joking around, and they want that kind of relationship too. Right. So you know. Um, yeah, you would never think me and my friends are actually friends if you just listened to us. Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, getting those Call of Duty lines. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, no way these people are friends. No, no way. Uh, but with this one, um, I was like, okay, I got, I got to go check out her profile. Okay. And so I went and I looked at her profile just to make sure that this wasn't some troll because you're going to hear this and you're going to think, okay, this is either made up this or, this, be a joke, yeah. or this is a joke. I went and looked at her profile. No, legitimate gaming Karen here. Oh, Lord. Okay. And here we go. This is like her, her timeline. She hadn't tweeted a long time, but she she was in people's mentions all the time. Oh, okay. And it was all companies and she it was all angry. Right. So that's the kind of person we're dealing with. Got here. you. Still not gonna put her on blast, but <laughs> I gotta read it. Can I speak to your manager? <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm surprised she didn't ask that. Um okay. I some of this some of this is hard to get through because it's so funny. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna rate it with a little attitude. Okay. Give it a little spunk. Okay. All right. Hit it. To whom it may concern. Ooh. My only question is, how dare you? How dare you? How does it feel to ruin a child's Christmas? (laughs) Well, knowing the stock of the Xbox console machines, she called them console machines, Mm -hmm. were limited, and well knowing that children are the ones who will be playing them. Uh, No. (laughs) You gave them away to adults thus robbing the children of the joy they would experience unwrapping it on Christmas morning. (laughs) My God. This is the best part. I don't see how you people sleep at night. Oh, like a baby. (laughs) Don't create a game if you won't play by the rules. (laughs) (laughs) If If we're creating a game, don't we make our own rules? And then she followed it with, Unfollowed. So I mean, I'd How look if she actually did unfollow me. So I know. Hell? I couldn't. I, I, I didn't respond. I, I couldn't. Just. I, there's no responding to that. It's like. What universe do you live in where you think that's how things work? Like, I don't know, man. I mean, honestly, I I don't like it was funny, but I also feel kind of bad for her. Like, like there's got to be that. That's why I didn't want to put her on blast technically, right. because I feel like there is some lingering issues there oh, that maybe need to be addressed before for sure. the message she sent me was addressed. Right. One, one thing though, that I brought up and this is curious because I never thought about this as a kid. I don't have kids, so mm-hmm. I don't think about it now. Uh, it was actually my sister-in-law who was kind of explaining the whole Santa thing. Right. How Santa done a spoiler alert. If you're like under 10 and don't know about Santa. <laughs> uh, um, so this lady says, and she said, robbing children of the joy they would experience of unwrapping the Xbox on Christmas morning. Is it fair? Is this something that parents really need to take into consideration, especially with these consoles, about having them come from Santa because of 
the vast majority, especially this year, of parents who not only can't afford it but can't get it. And then those kids, especially the younger kids, are left wondering why. Why doesn't Santa like me? Why does Santa like them but doesn't like me? Man, when, I, when they get, you know, maybe like a game for an older console or something like that. I don't know if people in our generation, because we're, I, I think we're right on the cusp of each other's generations. What's, like, I, see, I, no, okay, I none got, of my peers would raise their children and tell them that Santa was real, you know? Really, I, I think that is a dying so, okay. phase. That's interesting. Yeah, I like. I think Santa's like the mascot of Christmas now, versus him being a tangible thing. You know. Yeah. What year were you born? Ninety-five. Ninety-five. Yeah, you're just okay. I'm right in the middle of the millennial. Yeah. Uh, millennial package. And I'm born right at the very, very yeah, end. And of, it, yeah. This, according to Wikipedia, which is always reliable, I'm sure. 1981 to 1996. Oh wow! Is the I'm right in there. Yeah, so you're you're right in there too. When did you? When did you stop believing in Santa? I never did. Never did. My parents raised me not to. Really? Yeah. Okay. So what was that like? What was that like for you going to school, knowing that the majority of your classmates? Remember, did? I never went to school. Oh, you were homeschooled. I was homeschooled. <gasps> Made it a lot easier. Oh, but also okay. the interactions that I did have with kids my age around Christmas. There were several years that I remember talking about like how Santa wasn't real with kids and them coming unglued because I said that. And I was like, so, okay. So for you, the idea of Santa and you figured that most people, you know, they just I thought it was like, a, I, I, I always wanted to be the mature kid. Right. So I was like, you know, Santa's not real. Yeah. But you know, God is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I kind of like the idea of not raising, I'm not, I, I can't have kids. I'm not going to have kids. So like, I, I'm not going to have to worry about this, but I kind of like, the idea of, I, I get the tradition of it. Right. I understand there, it. And I'm sure this, if I was a parent, I could probably feel a lot different, but there's I was this idea of like shielding our kids from the world until they're 18 and then thrusting them into a society to just have to struggle and figure out everything on their own. And I, for me, I didn't get that. I wasn't, I, I was sheltered in ways, but I wasn't sheltered so far away from reality that I didn't like have preparation for being an adult. And that's when I have kids, I want to be able to do that. I want to be able to let them have a fun childhood, but also prepare them for the fact that life is difficult and not everything's going to be easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Some things are going to be difficult, difficult, lemon difficult, you know? <laughs> Jesus. You are, you're always good for one of those a week, man. Like, okay. So let's talk about you as a parent in gaming mm -hmm. because this is another issue and you i think you already know where i'm going with this at what age do you start letting kid your kids play mature rated games like gta or call of well, call of duty is more rated t but that's, you know what that's difficult man just because for me personally i was playing games i shouldn't have been playing at a very early age so was I. and yeah. it did mature me in some ways and if i hadn't had the like moral foundation that i did growing up I may have been swayed by some of the things that I witnessed and saw in those games, but luckily I've always had a pretty good internal compass for, hey, this is wrong. Even though you're seeing it right now, it's still wrong. Even though you're playing a game, it's still wrong, you know? Like, especially GTA, there's some really fucked up stuff in there. There's a lot of stuff in there. Yeah. Like, I, I uh, back in August, I replayed the GTA 5 campaign yeah. mode just to go through it because like, I hadn't played it since 2014. <laughs> yeah. And I was sitting there like, man, I was, how old was I in 2014? Six years ago? I was 26, yeah. and I'm still like, wow, I was 
I don't know if I could have handled this. Thing. Yeah, I, I played Obviously it. At, I played it at eighteen, and I was like, "Yeah, damn, you know." Yeah, I, but see, I remember. I remember the the one that um, I was always really into. It was one of my fa- it's still one of my favorite games. Was Conquer's Bad Fur Day? Yeah, and there was no way that as a child I should. Now, I was in like seventh or eighth grade, but there was no way I should have been playing that no. game. That was that was like. Have you ever seen the South Park episode with the Christmas critters? Oh my God, yes. That that's it's Conquer's Bad Fur Day is like a video game version, right. Of that, it is, and it so still right. has some of the most underrated multiplayer ever. But that, but that's just besides the point. So going going back to that conversation, how I don't because you never you never gave an answer. Would you let at what age would you start considering Man, allowing, it, or would you explore it? When it comes to like Call of Duty, Battlefield, stuff like that, I think 14 to 15 years old, maybe 13 is a pretty reasonable time, but there are definitely like, if they're interested in shooters, which if they're my kid, they will be, you know, probably, mm-hmm. um, there are probably going to be options that are a lot more family friendly for a while. But as they get older, as they get friends who are playing certain things, I'll probably ease up on some things. But from like, you know, five to 12, it's like Nintendo only kind of mm. deal. And then maybe from there, like Fortnite and stuff like that, you know, but right. I don't think there's any business of a, you know, eight or nine year old being in a cod lobby, listening to people <laughs> talk. <laughs> Adults shouldn't be in those, man. Some of the things that are said. dude. I, I literally, I can't tell you the last time I played a, a call of duty match and actually stayed in game chat. I just don't anymore. I, I'm always I always turn a party on first yeah. before I start the game just in case one of my friends want to join me and That's that smart. way I don't have to listen to well, anybody. Well, because it also did, did they even have the option to mute all anymore? You do. Okay, yeah. I didn't know if you had to go through an individually mute. Well, at that Call point, of Duty's Call of Duty's doing a really half-assed attempt at trying to like censor and make sure everything's a super fair and awesome you know it's play impossible. experience it's and impossible. no one's going to be toxic on our platform. Um. Yeah. Good. Good. They're good luck for, with that. Have they ever been on their platform? I don't think so. I don't. Wow, think, I don't think they've okay. ever played their own game. But <laughs> well, you know what? When you do nothing but make a new game every yeah. year, you probably don't have time. All right. To well, it. we're done with this one. Time to start on the next one. I mean, yeah. There's. There. I mean, there's already rumors for what the not only the what next year's Call of Duty but is going to be, but next. the but the next. Yeah. Year, and even the year after that, I've seen some stuff. So I don't understand. Man. I wonder if it, I wonder if it's one of those cases where. Because you play, and I would, I would love to talk to a developer about this. Because that you are spent so much time building it mm-hmm. that you're less likely to actually enjoy well, what you build. Whatever you do, you're not going to be able to view it the same way as someone who didn't build it. Mm. You know, like you build a car, you build, you build a, you you paint a picture. You are going to have a completely different perception of that picture than someone else who sees it for the first time. Ooh. So it's it's that's really like an, hard. That's, an, that's from the artistic point of view. It's really but because hard. it is, and video yeah. game developing and creation is an art. It is hard to be a true. consumer and a creator at the same time, or at least a consumer and a creator of something you created. Yeah, that's interesting because now that you sit here and mention it, like that's how I am with memes and stuff now, oh, which is yeah, so I'm, stupid. I'm so hyper. Like, I can't like, I can't follow any other meme pages anymore because the only thing that comes to my mind when I see. No matter what it is, I'm not. I, I don't really follow any other gaming pages, but like, if I see like a regular page or something, and I post, I'm, my only judgment is: would I or would I not have posted that? Right. And that's that's how I judge if it's funny or not. I don't even look at if it's actually funny. So I can yeah. see how you'd be completely jaded uh, by your own creation. Right. right. I mean, I I can't imagine like. 
you know, back to Destiny again because I just started playing that again. That was that was my rule. Oh, we're gonna was, talk about that. In a yeah, second. that was okay. my rule. Was waiting for the new console before I started playing again. <laughs> but um, they like a lot of the developers of Destiny in the the Vidox, the video documentaries and stuff that they do every like before their content releases and they're always like oh we all play we all go home we're all like we work on this game all day long and then go home and play and i'm like really like are you that passionate about like this one game that that's what you do you go you work on it all day then you go home and then play it like some more but i kind of get that in a way because if you are passionate about something it doesn't matter like whether you do it for fun or do it for money it's the mm, same. Yeah, that's uh, that's actually, and I can't. And I would love to believe that Bungie has hired a bunch of people that do care that much, you know, because Bungie's always kind of had a, uh, or from what I've seen at least, they have a little bit of a Apple esque Steve Jobs way of like upper management. They try to keep people in there that really give a shit. And I wish I wish more companies would do that. Yeah, and it's it's hard because. Like literally just today, I saw that uh, two of the higher ups, like very higher ups of Bioware, yeah. are leaving. Yeah, after after just like a couple of years, and you know these are these are actually prominent figures within the company, prominent well, respected after, figures. So it makes you wonder. After the past few things that they've released, I don't really blame them. You know, let's go. Let's go over that. What what are those? I know. I know. Bioware does. Uh, they do Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. They do uh, Dragon Age. I was I was specifically referring to. Um, wow, my brain just quit. It just came out a couple years ago. It flopped horribly. It was supposed to be a triple A game. Oh, Anthem. Anthem. Yeah. yeah. That was Bioware. Um Bioware also did I don't know if they've released anything else big recently. I can't remember. But yeah, mainly Anthem. Yeah, they did oh, they did Star Wars The Old Republic. Uh Right. I'm talking about like modern right. games though. Because Star Wars yeah. I don't think the people that made Star Wars Old Republic are still there. No, I would assume they're not. The I'm just I'm just going down their their catalog right now. It looks like the most recent one actually was Anthem. Yeah. Uh, I'm sh- of course I'm looking on Wikipedia, which is always smart. Yeah. Uh, and then it looks like the most recent one after that was uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah. And, and that that actually didn't get that great reviews either. Neither did of them did wow. very well. Uh, mm-hmm. Andromeda really the struggle with Andromeda was it just didn't feel like it had the same love and attention and life that the trilogy had. Because I personally, I loved the trilogy. I was obsessed with them. Played them all like a couple times each. And then Andromeda came out and I got to the like first planet and got bored. Really? Yeah. So you never even finished it. You know, that, I I don't want to put down the developers and stuff because I know they work their ass off and I know there's so many other decisions that prevent them from doing what they actually wanted to do. But man that's such a they're working on a new mass effect yeah i know i, I saw that and yeah. it makes me wonder now after these two prominent figures what's gonna is happen? it gonna be better or is it gonna be worse what did they contribute what didn't they where are the hands being tied behind their backs because you there's know no that's happening it does at every studio there's no way to tell there's no way to be that infinite or infinitely intimately aware of the yeah. inner workings of these companies all we have is just best guesses and hearsay and that mm-hmm. sucks because well, that's just the truth across the board when it comes to news in general these days is <laughs> what's true anymore. You're right. <laughs> You're right. I mean, they. I mean, it sounds like they left on their own terms or yeah. on good terms rather. So, Well, I, well, I heard that they're making the new Mass Effect and I also heard that they're working on a Respawn Entertainment and Bioware new version of 
um, the Old Republic. So, Ooh, yeah, the, and the, the Old Republics are, you know, KOTOR, I would say probably top in my top five favorite games of all time. Yeah. Like those games were phenomenal. Well, I don't, I'm, it's obviously going to be them, but Anthem 2.0, I haven't heard too much about Anthem 2.0, but they're working on it. I think it's going to be too late, too little. I don't think it matters. I mean, it's going to be optimized for the new game, new consoles, So it is probably going to look really good, but That's, unless they fix the inner workings of the game itself, I doubt it'll be that much better. Right. Hey, speaking of new consoles. You ruined a child's Christmas. I did. I did. I'm really sorry, little Timmy. Um, <laughs> little Timmy gets nothing for <laughs> little, Christmas this Little year. Timmy gets a bag of coal. Um, How dare you? <laughs> he was looking for a different kind of black square. But <laughs> or rectangle, I guess. But, uh, yeah, I tried for weeks. Didn't think it was going to happen until, like, much later. But I, I have that app on my phone called Hotstock. And any of you listeners out there that are trying and haven't heard Hotstock. about it, I've got a. I've never heard of this. I've got. I sent it to you. I swear I did. Did you? I'm pretty no, sure. No, we talked about the uh, Twitter account, which was it's PS5 stock. Oh, or right, something right, like right, that, right, Which yeah. is okay. awesome for everyone to follow, by the way. Right. Uh, they do a really good job. They do a fantastic job. Um, it's all around the world too. But Hotstock. Yeah. It's a it's an app you can download on your phone and it's a website. But you track. Yeah. You know, well, if you do the free version of it, you can only track one item at a time. But I just tracked the Xbox, and it will send you a push notification anytime anyone's in stock. So as soon as one came into stock on Best Buy last week, I already had my payment. In. That's another pro tip is wherever get you're planning in. on mm-hmm. buying one, put your payment information in, get your shipping address correct, and have your login saved. That way, as soon as it happens, you click. As soon as you put it in your cart, you check out. You're done. Yeah. Um, Did you get a chance to find like how many did they actually have in stock because i, I know best no best buy does it local yeah correct like you actually had to go to the I local best buy up, and pick yeah. it up okay yeah i'm curious to how much they actually get in stock i know well, every t- single store in nashville in the nashville area i think there's nine best buys in that many the like 60 70 mile radius around nashville but every single one of them had stock available um that day wow that one day that was it I haven't seen, and it lasted a while too because uh, they were they were like trickle releasing. Them, when yeah. when you told me about it, you texted me after you got it. I went and looked, and it was available for like a half hour after yeah. that. When usually they're just gone in well, seconds. Well, Best Buy actually learned from everyone else's mistakes and created a waiting room system for purchasing uh-huh. a new console. So whenever you click add to cart, it doesn't immediately add it to your cart. Everyone can't just add it to their cart at the same time. It puts everyone in an order, and I'm pretty sure they added something to check for bots, and that way... I hope so, man. That is brutal. It took 20 minutes. Like, I clicked add to cart, and then the the button grayed out, and I had, like, a loading symbol. For 20 minutes. 20 minutes. I just sat there with my phone open and just walking around the store, just clicking on it, just making sure... Oh, so you were in Best Buy? No, I was was at work. Oh, okay, okay. And I was like, should I refresh this? Should I do this? Should I do this? Should I... I I was trying to figure out if I should refresh it, if it was bugged out or something, and then all of a sudden it said, add to cart again, and I clicked it. It was done. Wow. You got to pick it up, what, three days later? uh, Let's see. Because you originally said Wednesday, but you got it on Tuesday. Tuesday. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure I texted you on Thursday. Or Friday. Tuesday. You text me on Tuesday. Today's Thursday. No, last when I when I actually got the. Oh, that was Saturday morning. morning. It was Saturday morning. Yeah, it was Saturday. Oh, yeah, morning. it was Saturday. Yeah, yeah. So, which is yeah. really weird too that they had it that they put them in stock on a Saturday morning, like nine nine thirty on a Saturday. It was yeah. Weird. But um, yeah, it was it was easy, and I was I was very excited. I, was I very, bet. Very very excited. Okay, so um, let, let, let's let's break this down there. First off, what are you playing it on? What what's your uh, TV monitor? So I actually found a deal on Black Friday for a new monitor, and I got a twenty eight inch curved. Um, 
I don't remember the rest of the specs. I could pull it up if you like, if you want to know the like specific specifications. Does the curve help at all? Uh, what, what is the point of the curve? So the way our eyes are shaped, okay. looking at a flat screen, the outside edges of that screen are not prioritized. You know, when we're looking at something, the priority is kind of like the center of where, of where our eyes are. So because of the gentle curve, Focus. when you're looking, your peripheral vision can actually do a lot more. You can actually see things in out of the corner of your eye a little better because it's a little smaller and it's like wrapped around your face. Because before I was running a forty inch flat screen TV, and is that garbage compared to what you have now? Compared to now, oh my god! So it really makes that big of a difference. Of difference, I never thought anything about it. It, it makes that big of well, a difference. Well, any turn. monitor, any monitor oh, yeah, would be right a difference because they're totally flat. They're built specifically for gaming. They have their refresh rates. They have you know the capabilities to handle what a console or a PC can push out. A TV is just built to watch movies on, really. Or you can play games on them, of course, but it's not going to be optimized. So having a TV with the super high refresh rate and and everything that it has, it just makes the, the picture crystal clear, and there's no motion blur that I've noticed okay. on, on games before. There's nothing grainy, like everything. Like My eyes took so long to get used to this thing. Like, playing on my Xbox One before I got... Because I got the TV before I got the Xbox. I played it on my Xbox One for a while, and it was noticeably better. But then when I plugged in the Xbox One X, or Series X, I was like... Is I, it that much better? Is Series X that much better than One? It, it was so much better than One that I actually had to stop playing for a while because my eyes were hurting. Seriously? My eyes were just not used to the, the fidelity and the detail. And you know... Maybe it was even us that a long time ago we actually did a podcast about how much like how much of an improvement is this actually going to be? Right, like I, and we did talk about that. Yeah, yeah. it was like back in June and or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and you know what? And you know what sucks is, and I think a lot of people are still in my position too. I still have a the same forty two inch TV or fifty two inch TV that I got in two thousand eleven. It's a flat screen. Yeah, but I feel like at this point with these new consoles coming out. Like I almost have to get to be able to actually appreciate. It I got to I got to improve. Does not do it justice. And, it does not do it. Justice. Oh, shit, seeing that's not more money that I wanted. Not a lot of people well, don't want to toss that. That that, that, t- that monitor I got was one hundred and five dollars. That's it. That's it. Twenty Black Friday though. Well, it was it was three days before Black Friday, but yeah, still, man. That it's not. Feels- I mean, it's not a. Sh- it's not like three or four or five hundred dollars. But in a couple years, when there are four K or eight K, you know, ultra high resolution TVs and curved monitors That's- that are not freaking eight hundred dollars, then I'll probably want to upgrade to one of those. Yeah, because even this, like, this is a significant improvement over my TV, but it can still improve further. You right. know. But also, are my eyes going to be able to handle that? Because if this makes me suffer as much as it did visually... By then, we're going to have, like, cyberpunk eyes, though. We're going to have to, like, <laughs> seriously, I'm going to have to get a pair of glasses. Like, like, like the, the blue light glasses you that should, they you make. You probably should, though, anyway. I mean, I've got... I think a lot of people I've actually I've got should. perfect vision, but it's... Ah, you don't want to jinx it, though. I've been suffering. My eyes have been struggling a little bit lately, especially... You get headaches? Sometimes. Yeah. Not often, but sometimes. Mm. I get like pressure headaches pretty often. Like when the weather well, changes, oh, I almost around here, yeah, instantly that's sinuses. Get yeah. Ugh, Tennessee's the worst for yeah. that. What games are you playing? So right now I actually downloaded twelve games the first day I, I got Okay, it. so let, let so let's start there real quick. I, I've only been looking at the PlayStation stuff because that, that's what I'm going with. Mm-hmm. 
I'm assuming that these are a lot of the games that you already own. Oh for yeah, the Xbox no. One, and you're and you're just able to download them for free, correct? Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. So anything I already owned for the Xbox One, I have a library of like ninety something games that I bought over the over like eight or nine years. So I've I have games all the way from the 360 that I bought all the way up to this. So the um the biggest thing I noticed was the fact that I pay ridiculous amounts of money to Comcast for fast internet. <laughs> and my Xbox One would download stuff between 800 kilobytes per second and like 50 megabytes per second. As soon as I turned the Xbox Series X on, I keep calling it the One X, the Series X on, and started downloading Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Or no, I downloaded Destiny first. It's a 70 gigabyte game. It took 30 minutes. Really? 220 gigabytes or megabytes per second. That's pretty damn good. Is significantly faster. Wow. So it actually can harness my internet. I thought the internet was screwed up. It's my Xbox. My Xbox was the problem the whole time. I've, you know, I've actually, now that you mentioned that, I've actually seen some other people tweeting about that, about yeah. how the download times are just incredible. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That, that does make I'm, a huge difference. I'm pretty sure I used up, updates. I'm pretty sure I used my entire Xfinity allowance, like monthly allowance in one day. Well, they can piss off. Yeah. Well, my internet's going to get throttled. So, you know. I love that they oh, do that. Oh, yeah. One terabyte. One terabyte of download usage, and they will start throttling you. What the? F they <laughs> what a scam move. It's a joke, dude. And they literally just this year said they weren't going to do that to people. Yeah. Well, but now they're like, ooh, it looks, thank, like, it looks like people are going to be staying working at home. Thanks, Ajit <laughs> Pai and the FCC. Y'all are great. Didn't he just resign, though, didn't he? I hope so. I hope so, I, too. I, I saw something on Reddit about saying, see you later, Ajit Pai. And I was like, I hope so, man. See you later, Ajit Pai. Yeah. <laughs> any, especially now when we're forced to be home during a pandemic, you're literally, you're still going to openly, You're openly capitalizing off. A pandemic, yeah. Which, listen, it's not illegal, no, sure, but it's really a dick move. Yeah. Well, that's the that's the world we live in. Yeah. Somewhere. Well, and that that's <laughs> what happens when you have a monopoly. Yeah. So how does Destiny play on it, dude? Oh my God. Okay. So is they it that much? Is it that much better? Like even the Xbox One game, do they still look that much better on Xbox oh, Series it, X? Okay. It is probably I would say two to three times better, like noticeably. Like okay, so on the Xbox One. When I would load into the tower or load into like a crucible match or go to a destination or something, I used to count just for funsies. Right. Used to take between forty-five and one hundred and fifteen seconds per download, like per load in. Right. That's you know a minute to two minutes, two and a half minutes to go from the the like choosing screen to actually in the game. Mm -hmm. Counted yesterday, sixteen seconds on the Xbox. Oh one. shit! Sixteen seconds on the Series X. God damn it. <laughs> it's, oh, it's, oh, it's all good. We know what you mean. So it's that's ridiculous. Yeah, and they haven't even updated the graphics to the game yet, and it already looks. Are they going to next week? It's going sixty frames per second wow. with a FOV slider. Oh, so that's going to be ridiculous. Game's over at that point. Wow. Yeah. So now, aren't they? Are they releasing a new version of Destiny Two specifically for the Xbox, or is that is that it's tied together? Okay. Yeah. I got it. I figured. Okay. It's gonna suck for everybody not on a FOV slider though. Why is that? Because, like, if, if people on console could play with people on PC, people on PC would decimate everyone. Oh, yeah. Well, there's, that, that's... There's that's... no competing. It's it's literally, <laughs> like, playing the game right now is like this. Playing the game on PC is like this. You can see, like, so much more. Yeah. And and it makes you feel like you're moving faster. Well, you are. Technically. You kind of are. Yeah. So Because I, I tried to get used to playing 120 frames per second on Cold War because I'm also playing Cold War some, too. 
and which I have a lot of complaints about that game, but it's fine. About Cold War? Yeah. Oh, uh, let's talk about it. Let's, let's, I actually do want to talk about it because it was me. I actually te- texted my buddy uh, last week just saying, hey, have you played this yet? Yeah. And he's he's like, no, I haven't. I was Both of us just like, we're not, we haven't heard anything about this. Yeah. Like, it seems like last year when Modern Warfare came out, like, it was huge. Yeah, everyone was, was talking about everyone it. Everyone was talking about it. Yeah. It was massive. And I'm sure that uh, Cold War is still going to sell a shit ton. But and it has already. I mean, so what, the, where, did, the where general, did they fail with this? The general consensus on Reddit, like, Reddit's opinion of it is it's not as good as, as Modern Warfare. And I feel That's the tough, same though. way. Modern Warfare is the best Call of Duty game that has been out since Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. Um it it just does everything better. It feels good, it sounds good, it plays good. It, like yeah, there's a couple annoying things about it as far as like shitty campy things that you can do as a player, but that's just that's just the game. You got to figure out how to deal with stuff like that if you want to get better. All right. Cold War is like <sighs> I know Modern Warfare is an arcade shooter cuz Call of Duty is an arcade shooter, but Cold War feels so much more arcadey. Like it, really? it feels the the campaign they they really whole assed. They put their whole ass into making a cool campaign. That and was and it's good. That's what that was gonna be my next question. Yeah. Was the campaign mode? Like. The campaign is is really good. Don't get me wrong. Like better than Modern Warfare's campaign in my opinion. Really? Yeah. That more, good. More entertaining. More fun. More more just crazy. Okay. Um, Modern Warfare's campaign was more morally questionable. Like there were choices you had to, had to make in there. They really kind of tested oh, yeah. tested your morality, which is which I like. I like games that that push me to I, test my. I like morality. that. I like that too. I I like games that make me question who I am. Yeah, and do I like really want to do this right now? Yeah. yeah. Am I really about to shoot up this airport of innocent civilians? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No Russian. Um. Anyway, I don't know. It just feels like it doesn't have as much soul, especially the multiplayer. Like you can't see anything. It's one of those. It's one of those multiplayer games where they didn't. It's like they put everything into the campaign, and the thing that keeps Call of Duty alive is its multiplayer. You know, like you can't half-ass the multiplayer, and it just feels not done. And I'm so sick of triple A publishers releasing games that aren't complete, aren't even close to complete. Yeah, and I I try to give and, grace, and I've been trying to give grace to years for these to these companies because like yeah you you can't really know a game until you put it in two million players' hands and really figure out like what they can do what what can be adjusted what needs to be adjusted to make the game more fun and more playable, but it's like they don't even really test it that much. It's I I think they do. I think it's a time restraint because I'm sure the higher ups are putting deadlines on the developers and stuff like that, that they, especially, especially with something like call of duty, where, you know, you have to release one every year, yeah, you know, what developer your must be the worst thing in the it's world. It's gotta be. It's because you're literally sandwiched between two things that you can't affect mm-hmm. players, opinions, and the, you know, Mr. Moneybags who owns you. And at the end of the day, it's all about making money. Yeah. That's what the company, that's what, Come, that's what business that's is. That's what point. capitalism is. You, it's a, it's just about making money. And if you can make an awesome um, product along the way, that's going to make you more money. This is do it. yeah. This is why I think we're going to start seeing uh, more studios like CD Projekt Red. I but, hope so. You know, and, and people gave them so much shit for delaying Cyberpunk again. Get, I don't get care. over it. Do it because these are the same people that would have thrown a fit. Seven days. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be fine. Like it's delay if you need to fine. delay it another year, delay it another year. At this point, I don't I don't, I don't care. care. I can wait. I, I just want a good game, and it sounds yeah. it sounds like they're gonna deliver. Yeah. I, I read uh, yesterday that they're talking about how the the multiplayer. So they're treating it as its own separate game. Yeah. 
which is just going to be awesome. Dude, but I'm, that's probably not going to come it, up for another year. I, that's fine, honestly. What, is it not co-op? I thought it was co-op from the start. I don't know. I actually, I don't believe so. Oh, is it I just see. I thought I thought it was just single player, uh, and then because oh. from what I read, it's going to be single player. Then they're releasing a DLC, which they don't know when, and then after that DLC is when multiplayer comes. Ah, oh, huh. okay. So <laughs> yeah, I, I have. Are you getting it next week? I'm, yeah, I figured you would. It's like I really want to get Valhalla, but I was like, I can't get both, so I'll just get that one. You should though, especially if not for anything, just for it's, the scenery in it, man. Especially on that on the TV that you're talking about on a new console, it would look really special. Yeah, it is. It's a be- it's a beautiful, beautiful oh, game. Oh, this like, is a weird thought, but last night I busted out Fortnite because it's been updated. How was that? Gorgeous. Really absolutely stunning made every other xbox enhanced game that i played look like garbage really yeah fortnite if 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 fable has that level of graphics it is going to be game of the year material when does fable come out next year next year yeah Hmm. and i mean it looks it looks just like fable like fable 3 like it looks like their graphics but polished Beyond recognition. That's awesome. I saw. Did I see where Master Chief and Kratos are coming? Uh, or the skins? Maybe? I thought I saw there was a leak today. The Mandalorian was just added, which is cool, but I still haven't watched any. Oh. Watch that. Yeah. All right. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Get Valhalla if you have a chance. You know, if you got to wait till after Cyberpunk or whatever. But yeah. it's. Valhalla is a fun game. I don't know how much. I, you, are, I, are you into Viking history at I all? I am. I just, uh, okay. I just watched the show on Netflix called The Last Kingdom, which is literally exactly what Valhalla is about. It's about, you know, the Danes and Vikings coming oh, over yeah. and they're, when they first, like, entered England and everything like that, and which is, from what I understand, kind of what yep. Valhalla is about. Yep, you start you start off in Norway and then you make your way to England. Uh, I just, I'm not, I'm not going to spoil anything. Yeah. There are a couple other locations in the game. Yeah, you can are, go to... Don't, 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 oh. don't, because oh. I don't know. Is, is, it, is it public knowledge? I don't know. I'm not... It's been, like, a month, hasn't it, since it came out? November 11th. Oh. Well, we'll give it a month then. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know, but there, but there are two other locations that are uh, kind of central to the plot. Yeah, that 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 are really cool and really unexpected. Yeah, and especially if you're into Viking history, yeah, then you will really, really, really appreciate. It them. did kind of kill the immersion for me a little bit that you're a Viking but you can't kill civilians. Yeah, I understand why that they yeah. did that because they couldn't be like, oh, this is like legitimate history where Vikings actually murdered and raped everybody. But, you know. You can take mushrooms and raid villages just like the Vikings did. Oh, well. I haven't done it yet, but I, re- I read you can't. There's mushrooms all over. Uh, and you gotta you have to actually, like, learn which ones, like, will poison you and which oh, ones won't. that's fun. Yeah, it's, re- it's, it, it's, it's really cool. But the, the game itself, like, if you're into... Vi- I'm not... I was much more into, like, the uh, ancient Greek and Roman history. Uh, you're and, talking about, like, mythology then. Yeah, uh, there, there, is, there is a lot of mytho- a lot of mythology in this. Mm-hmm. Um and I mean, we're talking about Vikings, so obviously you know there's going to be references to uh, Thor and, and yeah. Loki, and uh, Odin plays a prominent role. And it's really cool to see because we're so saturated seeing these characters 
in like, like Thor. Marvel and yeah, stuff like in Marvel, that. we're seeing yeah. them like under a completely under the superhero light, but not yeah. under the same light that the Norse mythology was. Right, different, so, different so it's, light. Yeah, oh, different it's, it's light. It's very, it's very different, and that's really cool to see. It's really cool to get an actual perspective yeah. of uh, of what that was like. So yeah, I've I've missed out on on uh, Odyssey and the one before Odyssey. Or, too. See, Origins, Origins is one of my favorite games ever. I need to go I, back and play it. Origins, Origins. Well, Od- both of those games, more so Odyssey, would look just beautiful. Yeah. Because the last on, Assassin's Creed game I played was Black Flag, as which was fantastic. I loved it. Yeah, uh, there were two that came. I think there were two that came out after that. I and then uh, the, Syndicate was the one in London, and I can't remember the other one, but I couldn't get into it. Uh, they they did a couple other weird ones, like one in Japan too. Yeah, like little like offshoots. Yeah, they really need. Well, they actually just said one of the. I would love to see them do Japan, but it sounds like they're going to eventually or at some point do Persia. Oh, cool. Uh, okay. So get. Um, get China and, and some of those countries. I would love to have really like cool. an ancient like Babylonian time. I mean, that's kind of what Origins is, right? No, no. Origins is, that is like Egyptian. Uh, yeah, Origins is Egyptian. You, so it's, it's literally all of Egypt, and then there's parts where you actually go to Greece, and it, fo- it follows the uh, Cleopatra storyline. Oh, I need to go. You, you, I mean, I the, the whole the whole story of it of, is you play a Magi, which was a bodyguard right. to the pharaohs, right? And, but he's kind of out on his own, but then. You get involved in this right when Julius Caesar is coming and get okay. involved with Cleopatra and yeah. stuff. Uh, all the, you explore all the uh, tombs, all the pyramids Ooh. and stuff like that. I and there's so much hidden from stuff. A it very is, very early age, I've been obsessed with Egyptian see, history. I am too, and they really they did a fantastic job. And that that I I I think a lot of people are looking at that and they they're up. They didn't they didn't care for origins because it didn't. Follow like the original like path Style. that they set it out and stuff like right, that, right. and uh, I personally think that uh, Origins was kind of like the perfect reboot well, for I, all of I that. I should go play it. Well, I have uh, EA Play, so I can download it for free. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you should then. Yeah, I'd I love or, it's Origins. Not, it's is not like really, it'll take long to download. No, no. <laughs> Origins is really it's really one of my favorite games ever. Odyssey was fantastic. Too. Oh, another cool feature. I can download games. From my phone. I've seen that. Uh, my buddy AWOL, I do another podcast with, he actually uh, has it where it's, uh, he has an extension on a controller that hooks up to your phone. Oh, so you yeah. can sit there and with a the controller. Yeah. Oh my God, it's so cool. I'm not trying to play like that. I like having my at-home game station. I do I do too. I do too. But I feel like, especially like if you're going on like a plane or like a, well, I don't know. You probably have to connect to the internet. Well, you can now on planes. Yeah. So that would, that's like, that's what in the, a situation that's like what that. That's what the Switch is for me, though. That's my yeah. mobile gaming system. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still baffled that Breath of the Wild is $60 four years after it came out, but that's whatever. It's kind of horseshit. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, Nintendo makes a great ass product and they can, they can, get, they can get they away can. with keeping that price at max for the, the entire time. And honestly, I, I don't hate them for it. So mm. it's frustrating just because when you want a game, but honestly, it's, I still think Breath of the Wild is a masterpiece, and I haven't heard too many people talk bad about it. Mm. Uh, I don't I, think there's anything bad to say about it, versus other than the fact that it's not very long. That's the only issue I have. With and it. see, I would have an issue with that because I, I like to really get immersed in games. Now, I, I've heard, like for, from what I can tell, people who are like from Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, who then jump back in and Breath of the Wild, they're the ones that didn't necessarily care for it. That would make it's, sense. It's the it's, people it's that have gone through Wind Waker and Twilight Princess and stuff I mean, like I that. did too. I played every single one. I, I yeah. went from the first one I played was um, the side-scrolling one, the OG. Which one's that? 
The side scrolling. Oh yeah. Oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like the original Super Nintendo. Yeah, I, I can't remember what it's called. And I played the ones on the DS or the Game Boy, the Link to the Past and Minish Cap or Minish Cup or something like that. Yeah. See, I never, I never played any of those. Dude, Link to the Past is a phenomenal. Link to game. the Past, I've heard is just. They just did a reboot of it. They just remade it, and I, I want to buy it. But it's, I wonder. So, what's Nintendo's next move now? I don't know. I think they're just going to stay in their own lane and just keep doing what they do, do. But where, where do they go from a console standpoint? I mean, from from the handheld, you like, you have to. They have to keep it. They can't go back. They can't move away from the handheld now. It, feel, it no. feels like they're committed to at least that, that aspect of it. I I mean, I think the the OG Switch is excellent. I've heard nothing but bad things about the Switch Lite. I don't think it does the job that it needs to do. Probably um, not. It just sounds like it wouldn't. Yeah. Switch Lite. Yeah. God, I remember when the computer software. Every time I see light, I think of uh, what was it? Uh, Kazaa light oh God, yeah. and LimeWire. LimeWire. They oh, had yeah. more Napster. protection. Yeah, yeah, light. They had more protection. Yeah, that's why they called it light. You know. <laughs> I'm so glad we don't live in those days anymore, man. Uh, no, I still no, have my original laptop that I that my parents got me when I was younger that I absolutely bricked with torrents. Really? Like I put way too much garbage on that thing. Yeah. yeah. See, I remember when I got. It was the first time I got Windows XP. Like the first thing I did was download LimeWire and go and just go hog wild on Diablo 2. Yep. All the Sims all game that's the ever been made. Yeah, at that and, point, which wasn't a lot, but still a few. <laughs> yeah, and I, and it did. It tore up the computer. Look, I, I, I knew how to get them off. I knew how to fix it and get rid of the viruses yeah. and stuff like that. I never did. But, that. Well, I had, it's, it's, you pretty much had to do like a complete hard reset of everything, everything of yeah. everything so you're gonna you can't you can't even like save anything onto like a thumb drive yeah. you're just carrying the virus right back over oh uh, yeah i wanted to talk about also and did you see that did you watch the video i'm about to talk about um it, it came out it was part of a documentary from two it was from february of this year uh a, a south korean documentary and they it was a about this lady who got got to reconnect with her daughter, her deceased oh, yeah, daughter, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, using VR. Right, they've reconstructed her daughter. Yeah, and didn't they have like some kind of recording of her that they used for the voice and everything? I like think they, so. They I made it. it they me, made it incredibly realistic. Yeah, I'm gonna see if I can put there. Gotta, is gotta the, kind of the overall question is is that good for us or is that that's, bad for us? That's what I wanted to ask you. Yeah, uh, it's it's hard to watch this video that's on the screen right now in the, in and see the mom breaking down and see this in VR where the daughter is running up and that because of the they actually had this um, and they can see it on the screen now they actually had like in the gloves where you can actually yeah. feel like it's someone holding your hand. That's dangerous. It's dangerous, but I can't watch this video and not think it's absolutely beautifully therapeutic that we can do that yeah it is yeah. but it does bring up the question of i, I don't think i i don't think this is going to be a case where it is i think being able to use this uh therapeutically is in incredibly beneficial yeah um i i think that there are probably really good uses for it but man there is there are ways we have got to be careful with stuff like that because we can we already, as a world, are stepping away from reality. You know, if if that makes sense. Yeah, we're kind of we're kind and of shunning what we know to be real. The pandemic escalated it. I think I think the pandemic took us five years farther. It did. 
in one year and one year's worth of time. It did. And if this pandemic's not going away, which it's certainly not looking like it, Mm-mm. we're going to be in next next year. We could see we could see some technological leaps that we thought we wouldn't see until two thousand in the next decade. Dude, we could be seeing those in the next couple of years. Five years from now, twenty twenty five is going to be a completely different world. I think. Yeah. It's, uh, and I really hope it's a completely different world in a good way, but it might be a completely different world in a ambiguously not better, not worse kind of way. You it's, know, worse in some ways, better in others. And I, I hate even having this conversation while bringing up a woman grieving about her daughter because she, th- and I've, I've read the interviews that they've had with her. She it was very therapeutic for, her. you know, she does not regret the decision yeah. of doing that at all. And I know that she actually had, I think, um, her husband and uh, maybe her son that were off to the side that you can't see yeah. in the video. And they all were just very moved by it. I see scenarios where this can be very therapeutic. But like I said, I there, there are going to be scenarios where, I mean, think, just think about deep fakes yeah. for a second. Yeah. Like we're at the point now where somebody who's sim- I mean, they got to know what they're doing, but yeah. someone who's smart and has enough talent could easily right now take what we're saying and have us say something completely different. Right. And it's going to look like we're saying, and it's going to look real. And, and we can't, we can't get past what's real news and what's fake on Facebook. Right. We can't get on articles that we're looking at. Do you really think the same people that are buying into all the, you know, what the conspiracy news and everything mm-hmm. that's you know, really actually tormented are our country and the world, the are they going to be able, and they're they not, can't. and they're not, and that misinformation is going to be spread. There's going to be videos of people saying things that they didn't say, things that are probably going to cost people their jobs, probably going to ruins people, ruin people's lives. Oh, I, I see, I see like news articles about that all the time. People ruining their lives based on the internet. There yeah, was a there you was, can. A, there you was can. a girl that I saw today on Reddit that was a nurse up in uh, Washington or something like that, and she was bragging on uh, TikTok about how she wasn't like wearing a mask and wasn't like following protocols and all this shit. And of course, a bunch of people saw it. They let the hospital know, and she got fired. And like people, like people, especially young people, are growing up without any kind of sense of personal responsibility, especially responsibility for what they say. And they, the, the issue is people like that, like this nurse, I don't know anything about this nurse, but for instance, this nurse, she probably shouldn't be working in a hospital. I don't know if that's necessarily the way to handle the situation though, right? because they don't learn. No, that's not you're, a learning. You're, you're up, you're, you're literally that's taking, reinforcing their, are their opinion. Yes. Yeah. You, you have sent them deeper down the rabbit hole now. Right. Now they hate you even more and, and they have a ruined life. Right. And you know, while people are, there's a lot of wrongdoings out there. I don't, I just don't know if the way to address it is to completely cancel them out, completely ignore their existence. Right. And it's going, it's going to lead to a lot of, um, and I'm not talking about this scenario and, but the deep fakes and stuff are going to lead to a lot of good people, you know, getting hurt for no getting reason. crushed, yeah. lo- losing everything. And I wish that I could say that the video that was just on the screen is, that we would be able to control. We would be able to leave yeah. it at just that, but no. Yeah, but no. You know, it's, it's you know go human and, nature well enough to know that, that this technology is a beautiful thing, but it's also going to be used in terrible ways. It absolutely is. And I, I'm really excited from a technological standpoint to see what actually happens yeah. with something like that. I can't say that I'm not curious. Well, knowing that it's going to be a shit storm. Yeah. Well, knowing that I, I don't even know what I'm expecting 
Uh, I don't think, I think it's going to be scenarios that we don't even know of yet that oh, we don't even absolutely. think are possible. I think um, Madam Curie is a really good example of technology and the benefits and the curse of it because yeah. yeah, she figured out how to do x-rays. She figured out how to take an internal picture of someone's body without having to open them up, but she killed herself because of it because she didn't know radiation causes cancer. Yeah. So it and, like she, she revolutionized the medical community for generations but it cost her her life very quickly. So that's like, that's technology. We don't understand things. When the Manhattan Project, they didn't know what they were doing. They didn't know that they were creating. The person, a, a, I'm sure you've seen the quote of what the. Now I am become destroyer of worlds. Yep. He didn't know what he was doing. And then he figured it out and he was like, he, he was probably devastated. I've read some of his like later works after the he Manhattan was, Project. He was heartbroken. Yeah. He didn't know what he had done until afterwards. And then he was like, it destroyed him because, yes, he created something awesomely powerful, but at what cost? And I think I don't, I'm not trying to compare gaming or especially VR to the Manhattan Project well, and nuclear weapons, but but there, it's going to be something unexpected. When like it that. comes to when it comes to manipulation on a grand scale, this kind of technology is a step closer to that. I think the scariest part is with the Manhattan Project. You know, it was very limited about who actually had access to that, who was working it was on it. It was a controlled. very controlled environment. Yeah. Whereas something like VR and this kind of technology with Open the deepfakes, you could learn it. You could learn it this weekend, or yeah. you not. You could start learning it this weekend if you wanted to. You could go on YouTube, find out all the videos, get everything mm -hmm. that you need to do, and actually start doing it this weekend. And that's there, going to cause that's going to cause it. Where with the Manhattan Project, you know that this was coming from one central location. You but with this. This kind of technology using virtual reality or any the, whatever technological advances we make, you don't know where it could come from. Anyone, anyone, anywhere, yeah. anywhere in the world. Yeah. All it takes is one motivated person. Like, they could fuck up a lot of lives. Like you were saying earlier, PS, PS1s being used to fund or to create, <laughs> yeah. you know, military grade weapons. Damn you, Saddam. Yeah. Like that was, that was 2000s. These countries that were very, very far behind us technologically 20 years ago, 30 years ago, are not anymore. You know, America used to be like the leading, or we still are for the most part, in technology. But these these third world countries we've been referring to for the past 30 years, they're not so third world anymore. Especially mm -hmm. the ones that are like totalitarian or authoritarian. They're... they're uh, livelihoods and the people there could still probably be considered that, but the overall, what they're capable of, it's not. Right. Ca capabilities have changed significantly. It's scary, man. It's very scary. It's really scary. I try not to dwell on it. It's I, so I try not to too, but here I am sitting here thinking, thinking about where, where the world is going and how in the next year we're, we're going to see. So in the next two or three years, especially we're going to see so many technological advancements that it's going to be like, 2015 is almost not recognizable anymore. No. No, and, um, and, I mean, we're supposed to have a functioning space military in the next 10 years, and that's space marines. Let's go Warhammer Warhammer 40K. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Heretics. I, well, and, I mean, like Elon Musk, you know, he's obviously, he's talking about sending uh, an unmanned mission to Mars, and mm -hmm. then not long after that, you're going to have to send, send people to yeah. Mars. And he's just like a free civilian. Like, he's not working. He's working he's with just, NASA on his own. But, but he's, he doesn't really have any ties to the government. No, he's from Australia. Oh, he's, no, he's from South Africa. Or South Africa, yeah, yeah he, sorry. He, he's, just, yeah. So, he's just some dude who's, who's 
Alex insanely is- brilliant who's saying, yeah, you know, I don't, I'm not, I, I don't need these government involved. I'm going to send people to Mars my freaking self. I'm going to do it. And of so, course, and he still, and he still like goes to the U S government and is like, Hey guys, I'm going to do this mm-hmm. just so you know. Um, <laughs> he's the kind I'm of person this. that's so brilliant. He literally went to the city of Los Angeles. He's like, Hey, I'm going to uh, drill a giant hole underneath your city. <laughs> yeah. Now, we're just going to put some giant tunnels under there, and they just kind of look around the room. And, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. For you sure. Know. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, they know that he's not going to do anything wrong. Yeah. But there are, there are, there are people out there that are... I don't know. I don't want to call anyone as smart as him, but there are people out there I don't that are going to be. I don't think he's like any kind of massive genius anyway. Oh, I think he is. I, I mean, I, I definitely he's, recognize he's intelligent as hell, well, he, but I think he's also really good at gathering people around him to yes, have a think yes, tank. Yes, he, he absolutely is. He showed that because he, he was beyond PayPal and he's yeah. done you know a, bu- a bunch of other stuff. He And that's, that's really cool to me, the yeah. fact that he's done this. He's created this ultra successful empire out of the back of a garage just the way Bezos has, but Bezos is remarkably more sinister seeming than Musk is in my opinion. He has a little bit of a Lex Luthor feel to him. Definitely. Definitely. Mm. Did a little, you see, a little bit of a bit of a Norman Osborne. Did you see him using the the little AI controlled oh, robot God, do I want arm to? thing? It's freaky. It's, wait, what is what does it do? So it is a completely articulated set of arms and hands that are robotic that are like you know three or four times the size of us and you control it from gloves so it's like it has he was holding like he picked up a bottle picked up a cup poured the bottle into the cup and all using robotic arms controlled from the movements in his hands we are we are standing at the precipice of insane technology that we are not mentally prepared to have there's 50% 50% of me is like, yes, let's, let's, let's go. Let's see yeah. how far we can freaking take this. Yeah. And then 50% of me is like, okay. Oh, pump the brakes. Pump the yeah. brakes. You know, Let's hold, hold the fuck up for a second and really take a look at how we're approaching this and what needs to be done. There have to be some kind of regulations in place when this comes. But it's, yeah. technology is progressing at such a fast level, it's almost impossible government to regulations Government to can't keep up. The government can't take care of themselves. No. This is why another argument, this is totally off subject, but like when people say, well, the government knows about aliens and stuff like that the government couldn't keep that secret yeah i mean i think the government knows this, as far as ufos i think they know about as much as what we do I've, they know well, that there are these you know ufos in the skies they've yeah. admitted that they have it on video they don't know what the hell they are yeah. i think they're in the same page as we are and they probably they don't want to admit that they don't know what they are did you see the one that looked like a beat pill like yeah. the video of the, the beat pill that mm-hmm. was that was moving in directions that should not be possible. Yeah, they're according uh, to our laws. They're of, not. Of uh, uh, what, what am I trying to think about? Uh, they're not. It's a different propulsion system. That they're they are literally. It's anti gravity propulsion. That is the yeah. only way that these things can actually move. Yeah, and and it, uh, the fact freaking. that there are things on this planet that do not obey the laws of nature. It's kind of scary. And we're assuming that they're aliens. They could just be people that lived under the earth. Or yeah. They could be Atlanteans. I mean, I, mean, that I, gr- the- <laughs> I grew up, you know, very religious. And I believe, personally believe, that there is a complete other side, like, untangible side right outside of our perception. Just because I've seen things happen that can't really be explained. Like what? Like. Let's go deep. Oh, there's there's many stories, but. Give me your favorite. Give me your oh, favorite let's one. See. Let's see. Off top. Just like certain things that I shouldn't have survived that by some miracle just worked out perfectly. And I Mm -hmm. believe that there are, there's like, there's happenstance, you know, there are, there are chance things that happen, but 
if you think about the world, if you think about what we live in, everything runs essentially on math. Yeah. How many things in math happen just... The Fibonacci sequence. Exactly. There's like one thing that can't be explained. Like we're, we're still trying to explain how the earth was created, how, you know, matter exists, all of these things. Dark matter. Right. That's a tricky one. Right. Like the Hadron Collider. Like, oh my God. Think, let's talk about the Hadron Collider for a second. That's when shit started going wrong. By the way, I love the Hadron Collider. I'm fascinated it's by it. I've watched the documentaries. Cool. Yeah. But if you go back and Things look, have been going yeah. shitty since they started using that. And I don't, I, that's just, I'm sure that's just total coincidence. But in. in well, the, is there coincidence is my question. Like, what do you mean? Like d- fate? What does everything, like, I feel like out of the science community, there is this idea that everything just happened in chaos, and yet chaos from chaos came insane organization, you know? Hmm. And I don't, like, I buy that, like, because there is evidence in some degree for it, but... It feels like there's more. It feels like there's got to be more to that. And it feels like at this point in our evolution, we are best guessing everything. We have kind of a tip of the iceberg grasp of how things actually work but we're pretending that we know exactly how everything works and there is, there's more to learn, but they're like, Oh no, we're, we're, we've got this shit figured out. Like Neil deGrasse Tyson's over here. Like, Oh buddy. Oh buddy. I I know how the universe works, buddy. Like don't, don't, don't argue with me about how the universe works because I have a PhD. So, I mean, obviously that, that does give you some sway, but these are, these are just people who are going off of information that they have gleaned over their education, but there is more information to learn, you know? Yep. There, is, there is so much more out there that we don't understand. There's so many things that we can't explain that we are, we're guessing at, and that's fine. That's how we progress, we guess. But I would love for us to have a little bit more of a sense of our place because we are very insignificant in the grand scheme of things. Oh, we yeah, feel, we're nothing. We feel ultra significant, but we are not. Nope. The like, universe gives could give two shits if we live, if we live or die. If the universe could throw an asteroid through our planet tonight, and everything would keep moving the same. Yeah, you know, it's and like, we're in the path for some. Oh, we definitely <laughs> are. Yeah, and that's 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 scary to know that we're we're that finite. You know, and in especially due our due to our perception we feel like we're not right everyone feels like they're so important and maybe to you and to your people you are but in the grand scheme of things you know life holds intrinsic value because it's rare i've been studying a lot about consciousness yeah that absolutely fascinates me do you do you feel inside of yourself that you are a i don't want to say spiritual <sighs> but maybe ethereal being inside of flesh it's something I struggle with. Yeah. You feel you feel like you're two things, don't you? Yeah. I think most people do though. Yeah. Sometimes I think, more. I think most people feel like there is just there's something something more that we can't grasp. And I've been actually studying um I can't remember necessarily the theory, but the uh, person behind it is an anesthesiologist from the University of Arizona, Stuart Hammerhoff Hammerhoff. And uh, he actually worked on a theory with Sir Roger Penrose, who actually just won a Nobel Prize for black holes. Oh, cool. Uh, Another really, name. Yeah. yeah, brilliant, brilliant man. About consciousness and what it is and how it all boils down to a quantum state quantum entanglement right you got uh two things or an object 
It's it's almost like Schrodinger's cat. I don't. By the way, I don't know what I'm saying here. This is just oh, I'm horseshit, of, horseshit of me yeah. repeating what I heard. But we're, con- we're some kind of quantum entanglement where two things can exist, or one thing can exist in two places at one time right. on a quantum level. Right. So that's proof. We have proof that it can do that. So right. why can't consciousness do that? And there. And it's, we, it's a tricky and we've tricky, already we've already found evidence that there is multiple dimensions. Yeah, we just don't know how to access it. Yeah, we, we yeah because we're we're stuck to our dimensions here. Like yeah. that's the thing we're talking about UFOs. Like UFOs could be from another dimension, same planet. They could, could literally be, be right through. next to us. Yeah. yeah, we'd have no idea. They're yeah. just able to you know because they've been here for even like actually thousand years. Yeah, which in the grand scheme of things is nothing and there there is a theory that there that we have been visited and watched by you know another consciousness for thousands of years just mm-hmm. watching our progress but we are not to the point educational and technological technologically to communicate with them they are just that far superior to us yeah that it's essentially like them watching an ant farm that we are an ant farm There's essentially and you know and you know what's scary is people all the time talk about how uh, we we could handle full disclosure about, <laughs> about aliens yeah. and stuff. Like everyone's like, yeah, we we should as we have the right to know. Individuals, maybe as in, as a group, as a herd, no. And it was uh, George Knapp who actually said, like, they're like, if you could if you could learn the truth, is it a good thing? And he's like, maybe it's not. May c- could we handle? Maybe could we actually handle the truth? Because all, all we think about right now, the popular consensus is that, you know, far away planet coming here, everyone's peaceful, holding hands, yeah. singing kumbaya around the campfire with the aliens. Yeah. Not necessarily. That may not be the case. Yeah. We might be in even more insignificant to another alien race or mm-hmm. or we're beyond them. But that's, you know, it, it, but if it, they're coming here from another planet, if you think about it, if there is another alien race out there, there's trillions. Well, I, I think there, there probably is. But I, I think the big question is. We, we talk, we know about distance, yeah. about how far away these things are in distance, which by the way, if they're able to, you know, manipulate space and time, then they can come from another solar system like right. that. They'll be here, you know, tomorrow if exactly. they wanted to. They could take a family vacation over to Earth and see what the monkeys are doing. Right. Uh, and we are the monkeys. But the time, <laughs> yeah, we are. The time is the one where uh, supposedly 13 billion years old is the universe you know, over that amount of time, how spread out are these technologically advanced? Yeah. How many of them got to our point and didn't make it, killed themselves? Like, uh, yeah. which is, isn't looking too great for us right now. Right. Uh, and how many were able to make it past that over time? Because if there's a, you know, a civilization that's a million years more advanced than, than we are that happened to survive this curve of evolution that we're going through right now, yeah. then holy shit. Yeah, we we probably don't even have the words to understand, or they wouldn't they wouldn't even be using words. No. but th- think about that. And, and and speaking of that, I mean, uh, the uh, Elon Musk is like neurotransmitter thing. Oh my God, that's oh fucking. He's talking. He's like, well, language isn't even going to be necessary anymore. And this is like a couple of years away. That's terrifying. This is a couple of years away. I really feel like we've taken a turn down Joe Rogan on DMT tonight, but I love it. I've never done DMT. <laughs> I would. I. I need to go see these DMT entities. That, that fascinates me, by the way. Yeah, that, I mean, that's another thing that, that kind of ties in with my, uh, you know, other dimension outside of, like, we, we are dual creatures, a physical body and a, not necessarily spiritual, but spiritual is a good word for it. No, it's role, maybe. Sp- spiritual is a good word for it. I actually recently, I, I started, it was last weekend, I started watching, it was actually when you texted me, not ironically about the Xbox, um, 
and, and we'll, we'll wrap up here in a second. We've been going a long time. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was the, I was watching a couple documentaries on the Tibetan Book of the Dead. Yeah, yeah, and it's fascinating the process. I don't know a whole lot about it. It's it's essentially uh, they they're very heavily in like reincarnation. Okay, which is it, which is fascinating. But they actually have like uh, monks that will come like when you're preparing to die, you know, and they'll read things. Yeah. And then they they talk about the journey that the soul takes. It's like a forty seven day or forty eight day or something journey that before the soul re-enters another body and the, the experiences hey, that journeys. the soul goes through. And like during this entire time, you know, these, these monks and the people and their families and stuff, you know, they're, they're, they're praying, they're going over the, you know, the, the gospel of their book, you know, to help take this soul. So you, know, right. you can find another body and come back. It's really beautiful, but, and I'm not sound, trying to sound gross, but when you actually see the bodies of the people who have died, yeah, it's like, it's different. They're somehow. tiny. Really? Like they almost like, completely compact weird i don't know if there's more to it i'm obviously no expert on the, the tibetan book of the dead there's always more <laughs> but it's it's fascinating these are just documentaries i found on youtube so that's really cool yeah i mean it, it's, it's worth watching it's it's like really in depth it's really spiritual it's really moving i it's just really moving i just believe that there's so much more out there and i, I and i am the kind of person that is just going to keep looking but i also have to remain grounded in my current reality so it's like one foot in what the hell is going on? And one foot in, I got to do stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah. And you don't, I, I don't know if we'll ever get the answers in our lifetime. We may not. And of course, that may be the secret. You have to wait till after your lifetime to get it. That's cool. That's, mm. I mean, that kind of makes it the greatest adventure. Ever. Ever. Life. And especially if you can come back. That, I, I, I don't, I I don't was, know what I believe. I was all this, really, really lucky to, to become very comfortable with the idea of mortality at a young age. Yeah. I, uh, I had watched my dad get really, really sick and had to be like prepared by people that he was going to die. Yep. Um, so at a young age, I, I had that like sense. He, ne he never actually died. Thankfully, but um, I was prepared for it, or at least I felt prepared for it. And it's given me this sense of calmness when it comes to my own mortality, yeah. like I know I'm going to die one day and I know that no matter what happens after that, as long as I've done the right thing for me and as long as I've treated others with kindness and done the right thing to my best ability by others, I don't have anything to worry about. Yeah. And that's, I can treat it as an exciting adventure. You know, I can treat it as that mm -hmm. next step because I keep feeling like this life, this earth experience is like a proving ground it's like a training period for something i don't know what i don't know what lies beyond um but i it really feels like we're learning it's this is the biggest mystery man this is like our like it, it seems crazy to me that you learn for 80 years or 60 years or whatever you get and then that's it and then that's it and it's gone and at the same time by, by the way I, I feel the same way but at the same time i feel like they're there is a scenario maybe where that is exactly what happens. It's maybe possible. everything here is an accident. And, and if that's true, if that's true, and when we die, we just fade away into nothing. You won't know. You won't know. Yeah. It won't matter. That's, that's, that's why I, I, I've always, I, I was never really one for religion or anything like that. And as I'm getting older, I'm starting to grow to appreciate it yeah. more. And it's, it's, for, it's for that reason it's, because you, you start to. It's like, being comfortable. It's being, yeah. it's, it's, it's a peace, peace of, mind. of mind. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, for me, it, it isn't about religion. It isn't about 
doing, you know, the things. It isn't about going to church on Sunday. It isn't about, you know, tithing. It isn't about all the rules and regulations. For me personally, it is be an imitator of Christ. Mm -hmm. If you look at who Christ was, it's a great dude. I want to be like that dude. I want to be kind. I want to be loving. I want to go to the people in need. Not I want, a bad role model. I want to be selfless. I want to yeah. also have a sense of justice. You know, the I just realized at a young age that I didn't really take stock in a religion itself, but I really like that guy. You know, yeah, he seemed like a pretty cool dude, right? He, so, seemed, he seemed like he had so kind of if, a good grasp all, on what's going if on. If all it is to be a Christian is just act like that guy, I can do that. Yeah, you know, I wish more people saw it like that. Because it's, I don't care. Like the history of religion in general is terrible. It is because there, there are there are so many, and that's that's one thing that kind of swayed me away from religion. Like the first time I was told about the story of Job, yeah, I was just like, like that's cruel as fuck. Yeah, from God's perspective, yeah. like, he's just taking a bet and ruining this guy's life yeah. to win a bet. And yeah. it was like I was like, Wait, this this just this does this doesn't add up. Right. I, and so you know, but if you look, if you actually have you read Job. Yeah. Okay. So you know, you know the like full story, like the point of the test. Yeah. Exactly. And I, if you start viewing the Old Testament as kind of like a history book instead of a training manual, which I think that's what people have been getting messed up on. They think you know Exodus and all of these these early Old Testament books are you know instructions on how to live, and I'm committing like seven sins right now just by what I'm wearing. Yeah, a, a, and that according to according to the Old Testament, we like if, uh, over our conversations right now. We have got to kill like three or four lambs to cleanse ourselves. <laughs> and that's another know? thing I don't understand. Are we killing things to set? Like, I, 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 I would rather not kill anything right. and have what happens to me happen to me, exactly. and not take someone else <laughs> take down something with else's me. life. That yeah. just seems cruel. No, but I live by the. I, I remember it, it was a couple of years ago. Uh, I was really down on my luck. I'd lost a lot of my clients, and I had to ask my parents to help me financially. Yeah, and uh, my dad has Parkinson's. Mm -hmm. And he's also had a couple of brain tumors. He's just the guy that he's, he's never complained about it. Yeah. He's a, just a fantastic, fantastic human being. Yeah. And, but he always worked really hard. He always earned his money. Yeah. He, he, he did really good. He worked in uh, television. And uh, I remember when I asked him that he could, he could see how upset I was that I was asking him that. Mm -hmm. And, and this is something I never expected from him, but he said, he just kind of laughed and, and he's like, yeah, you know, that's fine. Just, just whatever you meet. And I was just kind of taken back. He's like, He's like, money doesn't matter. Money does not he, he's, matter. He's like, and, and this is the, what he said next is how I live my life uh, based around. He's like, the final thought that you have on this earth is not going to be about your bank account. It is really not. And so that's what I try to live my life is yeah. what do I want my final thought to be? Yeah. And that, that has changed my life to where it has become my goal. Uh, it's when someone says, what's your dream? It's like, my dream is that. And what I want my final thought to be when I leave this earth is how many people did I help along the way? That's me. And that, and that is all that matters. That's me. Yeah. All right. We're closing after that. Cool. Cool.